You're listening to Irish Radio Canada's Home and Abroad, and uh, we're touching base across the country uh, during the period to find out what's happening as people are coming back. And the Irish Real Life Festival has been a staple in Kitchener-Waterloo for many years, and I know, like everywhere else, was upset and disrupted because of COVID. And Sue Nally is here with me. Sue has been a stalwart of the festival for many years. Sue, thanks a million for coming back. You must be delighted. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're so ready to see people in person, in real life, so to speak. Yeah, we're so ready. So um, how much of it are you able to do in, in person? And are you doing a blend or is it, what, what are your plans? Yeah, we're um, we're doing a cautious re-entry because we know that everybody isn't feeling um, ready and that's totally fine. We're, you know, this falls kind of at the beginning of things starting to open up. So we just we're trying to be gentle with that. Um, so we are doing quite a few online events as well um, to give people those options. And um, our in-person events will still be, you know, fairly distanced and have a nice smaller capacity so just as we ease back into it we want it to to be you know a little on the cautious side so what are you doing in person oh we have great things we have our fun run happening um we do the mighty crack fun run for um raise money for different local agencies right we have um a fantastic dinner called the patty and the jock where there's a um, an Irish chef and a Scottish chef do a big Celtic slap-up meal, which is phenomenal. We have um, some theatre put on. Uh, there's a play about Northern Ireland called Bags okay. by Anne McGravy, which is very good. Um, we have some of our Celtic music school happening, and we have uh, a Cayley, and it it is going to be outdoors, but it's going to be in a covered area with heaters. Okay. Um, because Kaylee's are a little more, um, well, they're a little more challenging in the heat Yeah, days, so a li- so. little bit up close and personal there. Yeah, so we, we did one uh, for Samhain, actually, in October, and um, people just danced in their own little groups, however they felt comfortable. Okay. So um, that worked out really nicely, because people were, whoever they were bubbled with and, you know, comfortable with, they danced with. So that was quite nice, just to be dancing again. And then, so what are you doing in the virtual world? Uh, so in the virtual world, we have a painting class. Uh, um, it's the Cliffs of Moher this year. We have a great painting teacher who does that. Um, we have a, a genealogist doing a talk on the Great Hunger. So that'll be very interesting in that it, its impact on Canada and the wave of immigration there. We have um, we have some more of the Celtic music classes as well, like the Tin Whistle and um, uh, we have a fiddle class with Karen Reed, um, and we have a Yates Fest, which is really uh, um, cool. The person running that is currently in Sligo right now, uh, meeting with um, Yates scholars, and uh, has put together a program where people um, will get writing prompts and explore the poetry of Yates. Okay, okay. <laughs> so when are you kicking off? When's the, the first event? Yeah, March 5th, we start off with our Mighty Fun, our Mighty Crack Fun Run. Um, okay. And then we just have one little event pretty much each day um, until about the weekend of the 12th, and then we have a couple events each day until right. the 17th. Okay. And like in the last two years when you would have been virtual, what kind of response were you getting? What kind of enthusiasm were you seeing? Yeah, you know, it was, it was actually quite wonderful because it opened up um, – 
uh, it opened up to a lot of people who had maybe accessibility issues or um, just physically weren't close enough to come for the festival. So we had people all around the world joining in. And uh, and that was really great just to expand that um, our audience that way and to connect with people um, of the diaspora all around the world. Indeed. If anyone wants to find you, so where can they find you? Yes, irishreallifekw.com is our website. And we're also under that moniker on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and Twitter. And over the last two years, I know most of the uh, Irish organizations across the country were trying to assist people, particularly people who would have been locked up, like uh, isolated and uh, of course, anything like this is a great opportunity to reach back and help people, I guess, just find their feet in every way. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Very much so. So are you nervous or excited or both? Well, a wee bit of both, you know, sort of being out of the saddle for a couple of years. So <laughs> trying to get those bearings again. But um, but our tester event for, for Samhain in October was just so... I was just so good. It just felt so good to to have live music and dance and storytelling and just to be together, a little distanced, but still be together. And um, so that that helped us get over that. You know, we sort of got that first one out of the way. So we're feeling good. It's going to be great. Thanks a million, Sue. And I hope all goes well and we'll keep in touch from time to time. And as there are events, don't be shy about reaching out. We'll try and help spread the word. That would be great. uh, Thank you. Thanks. Lovely to talk to you. You're listening to Irish Radio Canada Home and Abroad. We're touching base with some of the folks across the country. We're uh, now heading for Mississauga, and I've got John Barry with me. John is the president of the Irish Centre in Mississauga, and we chatted with them. It was at the end of last year. As things were starting to go into Christmas, looked like it might be opening up, and they didn't. But we're now at that point where officially the government of Ontario are saying that we can relax, we can go back into rooms, People can come together. Number of restrictions are gone. I think they knew that there's a big Irish contingent out there that um, can be quite vocal at the ballot box. John, (laughs) thanks a million for for coming back. Thank you for having me, Austin. It's great to be here, and it's great to have that kind of good news that we can talk about, especially with the 17th coming up. And as you say, it looks to be that we can have uh, a full celebration. I think we're we're looking forward to uh, a lot of people coming out, but I, I do think that there will be some people that still have a couple of trepidations, but that's okay. Um, we're still uh, adhering to masks when we're moving in the club, and uh, we will be checking people at the door for vaccinations. Uh, we're going to keep doing that for a little while longer, even though, I think that's being dropped as a mandate uh, quite soon, if not. Uh, I think as of from yeah, I think as of yeah. from the first of March, um, no, it's so no, lo- we're no longer mandatory. To, on the from the first right. of March, no longer mandatory, but certainly right. optional, and you do have the freedom to implement and operate if you wish. And and I think uh, as a committee, we decided we met last night, and that was the uh, deciding. Uh, prevailing factor that we, we will just do that, especially for uh, St. Patty's Day. Um, and uh, just so that everybody knows, if you're in the room, you're all you're all vaxxed. The other thing, of course, John, um, is that, but, uh, that, that it would, the, the Irish organizations across the country, a lot of them tend to be 
catering to retirees and more senior and what would be at risk and vulnerable. So I guess it, the prudent thing is to be cautious rather than to be careless. Absolutely. And we have, uh, you know, a lot of our members, as you well know, uh, skew uh, in a demographic that uh, I think they're quite comfortable with what we're doing, which is um, staying on all backs. Uh, I'm not saying that there won't be a day coming when we can let that guard down, but uh, we just won't do it right now. And especially when we're going to have a full room, uh, which we're hoping, fingers crossed, for uh, the 17th. And of course, John, our climate um, lends itself or does not lend itself to outdoor activities for another two months or so. So having to gather indoors again is putting that additional risk in place. So again, prudence makes so much sense. Absolutely. Yeah, I just uh, we're going to play it safe and err on the side of caution. That's that's our uh, mantra. Yeah. So what what are you up to? What are well, you going to be doing? What are we going to be doing that day? Well, um, it's funny because it wasn't till the last minute that we knew we could book bands and all this. So um, we've got uh, what we're going to do is we're opening the doors that day at one thirty. Um, we're going to have Irish stew on all day from the kitchen, um, and that's from Chef Lennox and Philomena. And uh, so uh, we'll keep you well fed. Uh, at 2.30, we've got uh, Aaron's Malore coming on, and the girls will entertain us from 2.30 to 4.30 live on the stage. And then at 4.30, we've got the uh, Gog and Carol School of Irish Dance, and they'll come in and give us a show. And um, they always do a fantastic job. And uh, then at 6, they'll keep us going. Uh, dancing, I guess, will be with masks, but uh, I'm sure there's going to be some dancing going on. Um, and then at 7.30, we have the return of the Goggin School and uh, Goggin Carroll School. They'll come in and entertain us again for another set. That'll be their last set. And then the Shades go back on our stage at 8 o'clock. So along with that, we can, uh, we're touting one of the best pints of Guinness in Mississauga. And uh, we'll have some giveaways, some prizes, and we're also going to do a couple of 50-50 draws. So I think for the first one back after, what do, I guess this is after three years, we're quite excited. And um, we're going to make it the best it can be. Uh, and, you know, fingers crossed, uh, everybody's going to have a good time. Since you and I talked last, John, and that was November, uh, how have your members been doing? Because I know you have some elderly members Yes. Um, so, you know, we do as a committee try and keep in touch with everybody. And, um, yeah, I, I'd be lying if I didn't say it was, I mean, it's a strain for everybody what we've had to go through. And I think, um, some of the older ones have felt it a bit more, um, just the disconnection. But, uh, with the club being open again now, uh, it's definitely a breath of fresh air for them. And, um, and I think we're, you know, we're, we're rebounding for sure. Okay. We are rebounding. And I think with the advent of of the good weather, I think we'll uh, we're going to just see uh, more and more. Uh, I, I like to say I I say the flower opening. That's what my um, my aphorism is for that uh, because I think once the good weather comes, you're right, and we're outside. We'll probably do a patio again this year, and um, and so we'll have the insert again and. You know, sharing a laugh and a drink and a story and, uh, you know, the odd karaoke. Um, that's the best medicine for this, uh, as far mm-hmm. as I'm concerned. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do also, Austin, want to say that we're going to do something on the, the parade day, which is Sunday, March the 20th. Um, so that day we're going to open up the doors at three o'clock and we're going to have the award winning fiddlesticks on our stage and they'll play from four until 7 p.m. And then uh, we'll also once again have uh, Irish stew go in and some giveaways that day. So we're really going to do a one-two punch this year. We're going to do with the parade being on the 20th. We'll, we'll do something about that as well. So um, I, I, we're all very excited about it. So how are things for the parade coming together? Have you any idea? Like I know it's relatively short notice and I was talking to uh, the people in Montreal and they have a, a parade going ahead. Uh, scaled back. Ottawa is not going ahead this year because it was just the logistics of trying to get it together. Uh, they weren't able to pull it off. So what's happening with you guys? What I'm hearing from the parade organizers is it's all systems go. They look to be on track. Uh, it was a little bit of a late notice, but uh, I think they got out of the blocks. Uh, we'll try and have a contingent walking in the parade, but um it looks to be uh, they're going to put on a show, and uh, I think a lot of people are excited about that. And, John, where does that parade start, and at what time? Have you any idea? I don't. I, I believe it's usually uh, going on past years. It's usually around 12 or 1230 that it starts, yeah. uh, and, they, and they do use Young Street. Um, right. Oh, you're talking I, about right, right, now. When you say Young Street, that's Young Street in Mississauga. No, in, that's in Toronto, in the city. Okay, okay, so you're talking about the Toronto parade. Yeah, that's, no, okay, yeah. okay. That's the, one that's, that's the one that's going forward for sure. Right, uh, right. So, yeah, and uh, I'm sure they usually, uh, Hugo Strandy's involved there some way, yeah. usually a commentator on uh, one of the stations and whatnot. So I, I think they're going to make it as, as great as they can, and uh, it's just nice to feel that we're moving forward. I know, I know. Um, I know that uh, last week, or yeah, I was talking to um, the, the artistic director of the F- Dublin Festival. Okay. And they are all going hell for leather with a fantastic <laughs> lineup of outdoor concerts and uh, all sorts of activities all over the centre of Dublin. And. Um, they're uh, really excited about getting back, and I know some of the events, a huge amount of free events, and uh, some of the events which are headliner um, that, that were had a ticket, uh, they sold out practically the second the tickets went on sale. So uh, pent up to, pent up demand in every respect. A hundred percent, and I think this is just going to be everybody getting a big breath of fresh air, and. Uh, and I think everybody is looking forward to it. Irish or not, everybody's looking forward to it. That's right. John, yeah. great catching up with you. It's and, great uh, to catch up with you, Austin. Thank you so much for having me on. And uh, and and let's. Uh, I look forward to us talking again uh, sometime uh, in the near future. Indeed.